Welcome to Come and See, your podcast for finding truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. With host and founder, Richard Case, and co-host and retreat leader, Kathy Riccone. Join us every weekday at this time to discuss news, spend time in the Word, and receive answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. And now your host, Richard Case. Well, good morning, Kathy. Uh, here we are, midweek, uh, working on uh, discerning God's will. Uh, we've been talking about Joshua uh, as an example. Um, and one thing that we learned, uh, which you and I can kind of share a little bit, um, he told Joshua, be strong and courageous. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was, and then he followed that with, because uh, the big question uh, is, uh, uh, that um, the uh, uh, the big question is, well, what does that mean? Be strong and courageous, because uh, our tendency is to think, okay, I gotta I gotta get ready, you know, and I'm gonna really mm-hmm. face this myself, you know. And interesting enough, he, he says, uh, actually, what I'm saying is, pay attention. <laughs> mm. Have a heart to pay attention uh, is receive my instruction, uh, meditate on the word, uh, get ready to follow all that I'm doing and going to lead you into, you know, pay attention. And your courage is that, in a sense, you wouldn't get lazy about it. Uh, Mm. Oh, that's good. That, well, whatever, you know, or God, take care of this. Uh, I hope you hope you deliver it. Uh, it's and not even lazy, weary sometimes is honestly where we come from. Yeah, yeah, tired, yeah. weary, busy, uh, mm-hmm. not taking the time. He said, No, pay attention because he says, Meditate on the word and you will be successful. Uh, get it into your heart, uh, be strong and courageous, get ready to go. And the get ready to go, which we'll, which we'll look at again, is <laughs> he says, Make sure when you get ready to go <laughs> that you go with me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the, uh, it'll go better for you. It'll go you better for you if, you if you go with me, you know, and that's what his will is all about is, well, he knows uh, in his best and it's going to be uh, uh, exceptional and I'll resolve all your issues and uh, I'm going to have you have a life of joy and peace and freedom. Um, I guarantee it. Uh, walk with me and, you know, have the courage to go. it. And, and a lot of times he's, uh, and this is the way it's beautiful to work is that, uh, the burden is on him, and he breaks through to alert us to something. And, and you have a little story that I, I have you share. But for me, I was at this retreat uh, this last weekend. Uh, and uh, generally what we do, we come to, uh, we try to break up the time. We j- we gather as a group, uh, mm-hmm. and we're in the Word together, and we're sharing together. It's very participative. Uh, the one neat thing that we do, uh, as you know, uh, we don't, teach anything uh, so we don't have a we don't have a book of walking through content and and you and i are going to teach them or, or it's a seminar it's well let's just get in the word right what does the word have to say kind of what we're trying to do on the podcast what does the word have to say uh and then people respond to that uh well yeah. and it truly is amazing how the spirit leads in the midst of that <laughs> yeah it really it's, is it's incredible uh so um uh, and we break up uh the group dynamic with okay go off 
here's the scripture, and, and basically the scripture is a, a sign by what's next in the workbook. Mm-hmm. And we just go around the room and we say, go, to the, go spend some time, write the scripture out, what does it say to you, come back and tell us. Uh, so we send them off for you know, 15, 20 minutes, 30 minutes, uh, then they come back. Well, this one couple, uh, they were probably number five or six uh, around the circle. Uh, and again, it's just given the scripture what's next in the workbook. And right. so what did God say, say about it? And so <laughs> this one lady, uh, she says, um, well, um, I have a confession to make. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I was involved in something and my reaction was in something that um, I can see <laughs> how this verse applies and it implies to me of something that I have done that caused mm-hmm. me great consternation and I've been, I've been burdened by it ever since um, and I stand here burdened by it and I'm, and I'm just confessing it and, and so here's how it works the God, uh, so you know, Linda and I are leading it and God says, pay attention. Mm-hmm. Use this opportunity to teach what is being taught in the word. Mm-hmm. Make it a live example. And she's got a heart to do it. Uh, by the way, and, and this is really cool, she's burdened. And, and let's, let me free her up right now. Mm. Oh, okay, well, this will be cool. Uh, so when he says, be strong and courageous, and I'm going to guide you into my will, this is where we trust the hearing of God is, uh, it's called a quickening of your spirit. It's a mm-hmm. pay attention, uh, go this way. Uh, and it's mm-hmm. very specific. It's pay attention right now to what she's saying. Use that as an example, help her and process. Don't, don't move it into the scripture says, say the scripture applies to you in this situation. Let's process it. Mm-hmm. So we did. Uh, so literally in the course of 15 minutes and it was just, okay, let's take the scripture that you just read and let's apply it to you. Mm-hmm. What does it say? What does it say? What does it say? Uh, and then, oh, by the way, uh, do you see what it means? And, and literally within 15 minutes, she went from heavy burden and hearted to released and free with her comment, she says, oh, I can hardly wait to see how God's going to resolve this with, with what, what I've done because now I see something and I've been released. Uh, he's given me the, you know, the joy of that, uh, what a privilege that is. And God said, here, that's how I work my will. So his will, see, isn't generic. Mm-hmm. It's very, very specific right. to right now, uh, right now. And let me give you instruction of what basically, uh, as I observed it, was, well, he's up to something. Mm-hmm. Um, he's going to do something for both her and the group. And Rich, you just be a faithful sheepdog and right. follow me right now. Have the courage, uh, and I understand this even more so, is don't let what you think should happen next be your agenda. Why don't you listen to me? Have the courage to follow me right. when I ask you to follow me. Okay. You know, what you just described um, 
perfectly aligns honestly with um, a sermon that our pastor just, just preached on this last week. And he was talking about um, Jesus raising Lazarus from the dead. And there is, um, I believe it's John eleven forty four. you know, after he tells him to get up and, and walk, and then he turns to those who are witnesses to it all and says, unbind them, unbind yeah. him. Yeah. And it's interesting because he was talking about the beauty of, you know, God has done this healing, you know, in, in the resurrection, he has done this yeah. healing. It is done. That's pretty cool. However, that was a pretty girl miracle. <laughs> pretty cool. But however, he invites us to unbind people. Yeah. That's, that's part of our role. You know, he invites us into the process. Lazarus got up, he walked, but he was still bound by his grave clothes right, right. and he was still a stinky mess underneath it. Yeah, yeah. And he invited the people around to step into the stinky mess and literally unbind him from what was binding him. And that is very much like what we do, honestly, at retreats, we take them to God's feet, he resurrects. And then we come together and we unbind by just continuing to bring people back to his word. Well, what's he saying to you? Yeah. And another level is unbound and yeah. something else is unbound. And it's, it's a beautiful process that we're invited into. Yeah, it really is. And then you have an example that you were sharing with me. Uh, you don't have to go into any detail, but, um, you were sent something, uh, hey, mm -hmm. look at this, uh, and you're, yeah, okay, I'll look at it, and you're looking at it, looking at it, and yeah, it's interesting, and then you see something, yeah, um, and God says, pay attention, and it relates to uh, a dream that you had, gosh, what, five, six, seven, eight months it's ago, right? Uh, this one, I want to say this one's a couple years ago. A couple even. years I've ago. I've got to go back. It's It's been a while. Yeah, it's one. a yeah. dream that you saw in the dream, kind of what you just saw on the paper. Right. Uh, now you don't know what that means yet, but um, it's, pay, it's have the courage to pay attention. So describe that a little bit so that this is the, to me, this, this is the thrill, the joy, the wonder. I can hardly wait to see how God connects this dot where he says, pay attention right, right now. And let me guide you into what I want, what I'm trying to reveal to you. Maybe describe a little bit that yeah. again, you don't have to go I'll into describe detail, a little but... bit. I won't go into all the detail, but um, yeah, I got a text from my aunt Susie this morning um, with an article and she's like, you know, basically, Hey, I thought you would find this interesting. Yeah. And, um, and I open up the article and I'm scrolling through and reading it. And I get to like point number four and like you said, just, it caught my eye and on the article was interesting. It, I, it wasn't overly, I wasn't overly compelled by any of it. Just, this is, this is interesting to pay attention to. And then we got to the logo that they showed in this one particular thing. And literally the logo of the company that this was about was a depiction that immediately God said, remember your dream. You know, mm. this logo looks like one thing. Everybody believes it's one thing. And then you flip it and it's actually something else. And, um, and so he definitely highlighted you it's, you need to pay attention. And so my assignment this morning, and I haven't found it yet. I'm going back through my dream journals. That's why I said, I think it's a couple of years ago because mm. I'm going back through and trying to find this particular dream because he said, go back, find that dream and look at the details again. And then ask me what I have to say, because the two were tied together. It was definitely alert. And if nothing else, it was an alert to go back and pay attention to the dream Yeah, yeah. Um, that may or may not tie into what this article has to say, but yeah. it was definitely an alert to pay attention. Yeah. And he's, so he's got something now uh, to alert you. And by the way, that a uh, couple things about it. One, <laughs> it helps us clarify the necessity for journaling. Mm -hmm. uh, Absolutely. That uh, uh, I've been working through 
uh, a whole process of a topic that God's had me in for like four or five months now. And I've been journaling, journaling, journaling. Uh, I'm at a point now where he's going to take me back through it all mm-hmm. and say, now I'm going to connect some dots for you. Um, oh, that's good. Now, if, if I, always I love that, <laughs> if I didn't write it down, even mm-hmm. though at the moment I'm writing it down and I'm reviewing it that week and, uh, it's, it's like, man, this is really insightful uh, stuff right. that God's given me. And I look at this truth and look at this amazing revelation. And it really impacts your heart. And you know, oh, man, this is wonderful. Now that it's months later, if mm-hmm. I hadn't written it down, sorry, but I, I would have forgot it all. Um, right. I couldn't, I, I, couldn't, you. I, I couldn't go back and now reprocess it. Uh, and a lot of times, like you say, he'll, he'll remind us to say, Hey, something that, that, uh, you and I talked about a year ago mm-hmm. and I keep and same thing that you just said, you keep a journal, you keep your journals. Well, I keep them. Um, mm-hmm. and he'll say, Hey, something that I wrote or I gave you a couple of years ago or a year ago, I want to, I want to bring that back to talk about it again. Well, you right. have your journal to go back to. So yeah, yes. and you were going to say something. Yeah, I was just going to say, you know, I don't know about you, but for me, a lot of times there's things that he has spoken in that moment. And even as I have written them down, I don't believe I fully have received them. And right. then he'll call me back to it and say, okay, now I've, I've already revealed this to you. Now I want you to go back and receive this part. Now you're ready for this. Right. And, and there have been times where I think he, he spoke a bigger thing than I realized. And he called me back to something multiple times. Once my heart was ready to fully receive the depth of what he had told me that first time. Even. Right. Right. That's beautiful. So, um, uh, as we look at this, uh, we're just trying to illustrate that, uh, uh, and this is important. Uh, don't let God's will become mechanical. Mm, yeah. Uh, well, I do it this way and I process this way and I try to get the answer this way uh, is its relationship. And it's the, mm-hmm. God, the God of the universe that knows the, the answers and he knows how to develop it. And he'll break through a lot of times at the moment and say, pay attention to this, mm-hmm. uh, which is kind of what he told Joshua is, you know, uh, and be strong and courageous by being willing to pay attention to me and guide and let me guide you. Mm-hmm. Uh, and when I do, when I break through, when I speak, when I respond, uh, realize how beautiful that's going to be. And by the way, that itself will be an adventure. So like what I experienced at the retreat, what you're going to experience, maybe uh, you'll be able to come back and share with us uh, what it right. meant to you that you're going to be on a process Mm-hmm. As opposed to, uh, and again, this kind of illustrates the point. Um, he's not saying to you, okay, did you see that? Okay, let me explain everything about it. <laughs> he, he didn't say that. He just said, go back. And I, I said something back then. Mm-hmm. Go back and find it. You'll review it. And your question to God will be, which is what we're going to look at here and remind ourselves again, is... Uh, well, what do you have to say to your servant? Right. Uh, and, and then he'll say, okay, I want you to take this step. I want you to take this step. And mm-hmm. um, that's the walk of God. It's, it's a walk, not a destination. It's mm-hmm. keep coming, enjoy it. There'll be milestones. Yes, I'll answer questions. Yes, I'll resolve issues. But you're going to have them the rest of your life. And if you'd go to um, uh, John 5, or excuse me, Joshua 5, we talked about this already. 
uh, this experience with Jesus. But this is a reminder of us of of the setup here of how Joshua functions. So go ahead and just read that again. Uh, Joshua 5, 13 to 15. When Joshua was by Jericho, he lifted up his eyes and looked, and behold, a man was standing before him with his drawn sword in his hand. And Joshua went to him and said to him, are you for us or for our adversaries? And he said, no, but I am the commander of the army of the Lord. Now I have come. And Joshua fell on his face to the earth and worshiped and said to him, what does my Lord say to his servant? And the commander of the Lord's army said to Joshua, take off your sandals from your feet for the place where you are standing is holy. And yeah. Joshua did so. Yeah, he did. <laughs> okay, I'll do that. <laughs> um, <laughs> So we talked about it. You know, he's just a Jesus. He's worshiping in him. And are you for me or for my? Are you for my plan or not? Mm-hmm. And he says, No. You've asked the wrong question. And Joshua understood it. Okay, let me go more pure than that. Uh, instead of saying to you, "Here's my idea and plan. Would you please bless it?" Mm-hmm. Uh, rather, what have you got to say about this? Uh, right. And it's a very pure question, and that puts us in in the place of receiving. Mm-hmm. Uh, without presupposition. Uh, okay, I have an issue, I have a thought, I have a problem. Uh, what do you have to say about this? And now he says, well, let me give you my path uh, of what I want to lead you down. And, and all the time, let's say we talk with David, Kayla, is well, what about now? What do you say now? What about now? Mm-hmm. Uh, and so we do that. Okay, so go to uh, um, John 6, or excuse me, Joshua 6. And again, uh, just read the first uh, six verses, which is a setup. We talked about this last time, but I, I just want to get us in, in sync here of how it works. Uh, Joshua 6, 1 to 6, as he's now approaching Jericho, which God said, okay, our first city is going to be Jericho. Great. Now Jericho was shut up inside and outside because of the people of Israel. None went out and none came in. And the Lord said to Joshua, see, I have given Jericho into your hand with its king and mighty men of valor. You shall march around the city, all of the men of war going around the city once. Thus shall, you, thus shall you do for six days. Seven priests shall bear seven trumpets of ram's horns before the ark. On the seventh day, you shall march around the city seven times, and the priests shall blow the trumpets. And when they make a long blast with the ram's horn, when you hear the sound of the trumpet, then all the people shall shout with great shout, and the wall of the city will fall down flat, and the people shall go up, everyone straight before him. Okay. Uh, yep. Keep uh, going. Uh, go one more, six, yeah. Okay, sorry. So Joshua, the son of Nun, called the priest and said to them, take up the Ark of the Covenant and let seven priests bear seven trumpets of ram's horns before the Ark of the Lord. Yep. So um, uh, he says, uh, my instruction, uh, now remember, He's already given him a promise and say that um, I'm going to give you, deliver to you the promised land. Right. Uh, it's very specific uh, and it's clear. Go into this land and yes, there's an enemy there. I'm going to drive them out mm-hmm. and have you possess it. Uh, okay. And Joshua said, okay, I understand that. Again, Joshua didn't do, which is what most believers do is, well, that's nice. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Uh, God, take care of that, and and let you me know have, when you're done. Yeah, and let me know when you're done, and <laughs> and then I'll I'll, f- I'll follow it. And if you listen to most of our prayers, particularly in a group, 
that's kind of what we do. God would, if we got a problem, mm-hmm. take care of it. God, take care of it. God, take care of it. Interesting enough, there's no other activity. We just wait till, well, what happened? Uh, so we're mm-hmm. walking by sight, and it's called Christian fatalism. He's saying, uh, Joshua, that's my promise. Okay, he understands that. Cross the Jordan. I did that. Um, now he says the first one is Jericho. And in that specific, he says, by the way, this step, I'm going to deliver you Jericho into your hands. So it's a promise, what I call a promise within a promise. Mm-hmm. He understands the overall where God is, is uh, right. moving. Now it becomes specific. Well, this city, this specific situation, your circumstance, I'm going to do X. And then I have an instruction for you. And he said, mm-hmm. march around the city seven times, blow the trumpet. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the walls will fall in, and then you go in and conquer them. Um, and again, Joshua, because he had understood this instruction from Jesus, what have you got to say to your servant? Basically, uh, don't you decide what to do. Mm-hmm. Let me guide you. And, f- and now when I say it, follow me. Because uh, right. it's going to deliver what, you know, what I say. So he... He said, okay, I, I got that. Um, so then, uh, if you go down and read uh, the end of the story uh, and go to uh, uh, twenty-two, to 21, go down to uh, 20 to 21. Of so jo- 7 of through 21? Uh, uh, no, just do 20 and 21. Oh, just 20 Just, and just 20 okay. and 21. So the people shouted and the trumpets were blown. As soon as the people heard the sound of the trumpet, the people shouted a great shout and the wall fell down flat so that the people went up into the city, every man straight before him, and they captured the city. Then they devoted all in the city to destruction, both men and women, young and old, oxen, sheep, and donkeys with the edge of the sword. Yeah. So um, as we look at that, uh, what they said we heard what you said. Mm-hmm. We're obedient to what you said. And they did it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and when they did it, what happened? They received his promise. Yeah, the, the wasp. He fall. delivered <laughs> the city to him. Yeah. I told you what I'm going to do. Mm-hmm. I needed you to be here and follow what I instruct you to do. They said, okay, uh, this is where strong, the strength and courageous is all about. Is hmm I have, a, I have a courage to hear what you have to say. Mm-hmm. I have the courage then and the strength to g- let you give me the faith to believe it so that I willingly uh, follow it knowing what you just said you're going to do, which, which mm-hmm. they did. Okay, they saw, the, they saw the walls fall down. It really happened. Um, it wasn't hypothetical, and it wasn't, well, let's try this. If that doesn't work, everybody get ready to do the next thing because probably it may not work. No, they didn't. Right. They, they just said, well, you said it, so we believe it, that we're going to be obedient to that uh, instruction, and they were. Right. Uh, okay. Uh, so uh, as you look at that, uh, they experienced the beauty of uh, experiencing the victory in uh, that's conquering that city mm-hmm. by God saying, here's what I'm going to do. Here's your instruction. Uh, you've heard my instruction. Be faithful to my instruction. And then, and you even said this, is then after you follow my instruction, mm-hmm. 
you will experience uh, what it is that I've just said. You'll, it says you'll, mm. you'll, and by the way, it says this in Hebrews 10, uh, 35 to 38. Uh, he says, uh, don't throw away your opportunity to be with me in the throne room with great confidence. Hear what I have to say after right. you have done my will. And the, and the implication is after you have been obedient to my instruction, you'll receive the promise, what I'm going to do. Mm -hmm. So it's really a cool thing uh, yeah. is uh, uh, don't, don't, don't ask me to do it first so that you can say, okay, I guess I can then follow what you say. He says, no, you got to do it the opposite direction. You mm -hmm. got to follow what I say in order to receive what I'm going to do. Right. It's what you're saying reminds me actually of something I read this morning that I thought was cleverly worded. And it was basically um, doing my will on my own power is humanism. Yeah. Doing my will on God's power is religion. Doing God's will with God's power is abundant life. Yeah. Ooh, say that again. Yeah, right? <laughs> so doing my will on my power is humanism. Doing my will on God's power is religion. But doing God's will on God's power is abundant life. Mm, that's and that's what they experienced here. Stepping out on God's will with God's power, fully surrendered, knowing he alone could bring it about. And they were stepping with him. And yeah. he abundantly delivered. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. That's a beautiful way of putting it. Uh, okay, let's go to, so a um, couple things about that is God said, follow what I said. Uh, ask the question, what do you've got to say? Uh, let, me, let me give it to you. And, and again, don't, don't assume. Mm -hmm. Well, because that worked. That you're going to just take that technique and apply it now to everything else. Okay, great. Hey, God, mm -hmm. I got it. I'll go to every city, march around to seven times. You do your thing. I'll do my thing. Uh, won't that be a good idea? Uh, and God says, no, go back to the purity like David did at Kayla, which mm -hmm. we expressed uh, last uh, week or so, uh, is uh, now what? Mm -hmm. Now what do you have to say? What do you have to say to your servant now? Uh, okay, let's go to this next story. Sure. Uh, and uh, uh, we will uh, begin to look at, uh, let me pull it up here, uh, tell you how far to go with it uh, to start with. It's, it's uh, chapter 7, mm -hmm. uh, and uh, they go down to the, uh, the next one. Do it, go ahead and go uh, 1 through uh, 6 of chapter 7, and, then, and we'll, we're going to read the whole story because it's kind of important, but okay. we'll take it kind of step by step. Great. But the people of Israel broke faith in regard to the devoted things. For Achan, the son of Carmi, son of Zabdi, son of Zerah, of the tribe of Judah, took some of the devoted things, and the anger of the Lord burned against the people of Israel. Joshua sent men from Jericho to Ai, which is near Bethaven, east of Bethel, and said to them, Go up and spy out the land. And the men went up and spied out Ai, and they returned to Joshua and said to him, do not have all the people go up, but let about two or 3,000 men go up and attack I. Do not make the whole people toil up there, for, there, for they are few. So about 3,000 men went up, from, went up there from the people, and they fled before the men of Ai. And the men of Ai killed about 36 of their men and chased them before the gate as far as Sherebim and struck them at the descent. And the hearts of the people melted and became as water. And then uh, read uh, verse 6. Okay. 
Then Joshua tore his clothes and fell to the earth on his face before the ark of the Lord until the evening, he and the elders of Israel, and they put dust on their heads. Okay. Um, so we'll, uh, we'll look at that piece of it. But um, here we have an interesting situation. Uh, the promise, again, go back to what he told him originally. Mm-hmm. Uh, he said, I'm delivering to you what? The promised land. Right. Everywhere where you set your foot, we're going to do it city by city. Uh, uh, and you have to follow what I have to say. Uh, and so far, Joshua said, I got it. Uh, march around the city seven times Jericho. Don't have plan B. Ex- uh, believe what I say. You'll see it work. It worked. Uh, now, they, they just had that victory. Mm-hmm. The next city, by the way, uh, which was just the next, in Joshua's mind, the next logical city mm-hmm. is Ai or A. Uh, and he says, you know, go after that. Uh, Joshua does. And so what does he do? Go down and find out what's there. Uh, this, is, this is not difficult. They come back. Mm-hmm. We don't need to send the whole <laughs> army. We got this one. We, we got this one. Uh, this will be easy. Uh, in a sense... Think about what they just did. They said, in our, the way that we can do war, we've mm-hmm. evaluated the way that we do war. Right. And we can do this one without God. We can do this one uh, <laughs> because of our natural strength, ability. Mm-hmm. Of course, we can beat them. So they didn't go and ask God at all. They just said, let's use our traditional warfare here. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got this. And it's going to be easy to do. And Joshua says, yeah, sure. Uh, right. No problem. Go ahead. So they go uh, in the natural. Uh, again, and this is how uh, we, te- we tend to get, get uh, uh, have some difficulty with God's will is we just experienced even something wonderful. Mm-hmm. And now we say, I'll take it from here. Right. Uh, That's what I call hijacking his plan. Yeah, hijacking his plan. <laughs> and, th- and this, by the way, is where uh, I wind up with a lot of people that come to me that said, I'm in deep trouble. Mm-hmm. Okay, what? Well, I thought, I thought God said this way back when. I did it. And, and when, as they start to process it, they realize they took over. I got, oh. I got it from here. And, and then I got myself in a mess. So um, Joshua says, yeah, sure, uh, let's do that, goes, and they get routed, uh, defeated, mm-hmm. um, and they didn't get victory. They had the opposite happen. I got, now they got mm-hmm. a problem, uh, and we're stuck. Okay, now, uh, when he comes back, uh, Joshua uh, goes into sorrow. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's called mourning. It's going into, falls on his face. And he, he goes into mourning. Okay, this is interesting. The process, <laughs> and this is how it goes. The process of mourning, uh, what does it look like? So read verses uh, uh, 7 uh, and go all the way down to uh, 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 15, 7 to 15. Okay. And Joshua said, Alas, O Lord God, why have you brought this people over the Jordan at all to give us into the hand of the Amorites to destroy us? Would that we had been content to dwell beyond the Jordan. 
Oh Lord, what can I say when Israel has turned their backs before their enemies for the Canaanites and all the inhabitants of the land will hear of it and will surround us and cut off our name from the earth. And what will you do? And what will you do for your great name? The Lord said to Joshua, get up. Why have you fallen on your face? Israel has sinned and they have transgressed my covenant that I commanded them. They have taken some of the devoted things and have stolen and lied and put them among their own belongings. Therefore, the people of Israel cannot stand before their enemies. They turn their backs before the enemies because they have become devoted for destruction. I will be with you no more unless you destroy the devoted things from among you. Get up, consecrate the people and say, consecrate yourselves for tomorrow. For thus says the Lord God of Israel, there are devoted things in your midst, O Israel. You cannot stand before your enemies until you take away the devoted things from among you. In the morning, therefore, you shall be brought near by your, by your tribes and the tribe that the Lord takes by lot shall come near by clans and the clan that the Lord takes shall come near by households and the households that the Lord takes shall come near man by man. And he who is taken with the devoted things shall be burned with fire. He and all that he has, because he has transgressed the covenant of the Lord and because he has done an outrageous thing in Israel. Okay. So, um, uh, Joshua. <laughs> uh, he goes into mourning, and uh, mm -hmm. and it's basically look at it as consternation. Uh, uh, hey, what what I thought God had given us or pro, pro, mm -hmm. uh, promised us, we just got uh, a failure, and this is mm -hmm. a problem, and uh, it ain't it ain't working. You know, again, how's that working for you? Well, it wasn't working. Uh, mm -hmm. This ain't working. <laughs> Uh, and this is exactly what we do. What did, <laughs> what did Joshua do when he went back to God? What did he ask? God? It's really an interesting question. First, he blamed God. You know, well, well, what did you do? Why yeah. did you bring us all this why, way just to destroy why us? Why <laughs> did you cause this problem? Yeah. Why did you just cause this? I th hey, wait a second. I thought we were in the covenant. I thought mm -hmm. you were delivering the land to us. Um, why? Did you cause this problem for us? Mm -hmm. Wouldn't it have been better if we didn't start this whole thing in the first place? Right. Uh, that's what happens. Uh, is that? Well, I'm on this path. I think I'm hearing God. I, I got a little success, and now I got a big problem. Mm -hmm. And the first sign of trouble. What? Well, what do we do? God, how come you're bringing this trouble on me? Right. Uh, and that's our, that's our thought, our response, because again, we tend to look at things as, as my, my will, what is God saying is my, you know, his will for me, what do I do? How do I do it? What do I expect? Uh, and all of a sudden there's a problem and our, our thought is what well, God caused the problem. Mm -hmm. uh, okay. Why, uh, why would people think, and this is what happens. I'm in a pickle. I'm in a mess. I've got uh, difficulty. Uh, my relationship with my spouse is awful. Uh, I've got uh, financial problems at work. I've got pickles. I've got messes that are that are popping up all over the place. And there and the thought is, why did you cause it? Okay, why do mm -hmm. people go that direction? What are they What are they thinking? They're they're falling back on the well. You are omnipotent. You know, you're all powerful. So why would you allow this to occur? Yeah. Yeah. You you're know. in control. I thought you were in control. <laughs> mm -hmm. And if you're in control, well, this doesn't make sense to me. Uh, 
and we we misappropriate the truth because we're saying, mm-hmm. well, um, I thought everything that happens is God's will, and He said, well, no, it's not. Um, mm-hmm. It's I have a will. I've expressed that to you, and I even went back, Joshua, uh, to to Joshua and say, and I sent Jesus to get clear. Uh, mm-hmm. Aren't you supposed to say what? Do, what do you have to say to, to you? Say to your servant, and now so God responds. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, let's talk about it. Number one, you didn't ask me anything. Mm-hmm. You said I got it from here. I'm going to use my natural uh, skill to fulfill what I believe is God's will, and you didn't ask me at all. Right. Uh, and so, number one, uh, we're not going any further. Uh, because of that. Uh, You're going to have to come back to that confession and repentance uh, to do that. Number two is, had you asked me, uh, you got sent in the camp. Mm -hmm. Uh, I told you, as part of my instruction back in uh, Jericho, don't take anything except a few things that I'm going to allow you to, but don't ever, don't have any of your people take anything personally in Mm -hmm. this scenario to use for themselves and again, uh, there's a reason for that, which I'm going to, you know, God says, I'll show you later, but it's about purity and not getting in, entangled in things that uh, I don't want you to do. So, um, uh, you know, c- uh, can you fulfill that by being pure? And mm-hmm. you weren't. Uh, you disobeyed. You have somebody that disobeyed. Where? In your camp. It wasn't even you, mm-hmm. Joshua. But people who are with you have, have sinned, and we can't go any further. Right. And then he makes a statement. If you don't follow me, he says, you are going to stop the entire process. Mm. Well, that's pretty, pretty significant. Right. Uh, yes, I have a promise. Yes, uh, I'm ready to deliver that promise. Yes, I will do the supernatural work, but you have to go with me city mm-hmm. by city, piece by piece, step by step, uh, and be faithful to that. Because if you stop and you take over and you go a different direction and you no longer are walking with me, I can't deliver it to you. The promise right. is there, but it's not guaranteed. Why? Because I, <laughs> uh, and again, uh, the way we look at it in a really simple way is you got to be with me for me to deliver right. it to you. Uh, and you just basically walked away from me uh, mm-hmm. and, and said, well, uh, uh, I got this, and, and you don't. So uh, in order for us to go any further, uh, remember, uh, come back and ask me. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you what to do next and what I'm going to do next because you'll be with me, and I'll fulfill what I say piece by piece. And in this case, before we go any further, because you have sin in the camp, what did he say Joshua to do? What's he supposed to do? Find it and burn it. Get rid of it. Go get take. Go go take care of yeah. it. Yeah, uh, you gotta have the sin removed mm-hmm. from your presence, and then we can go forward. Uh, mm-hmm. So we're not going anywhere. There's no more cities to conquer until you're obedient to that. Again, now what could Joshua have said? Well, can't you overlook that? Right. Uh, that's kind of harsh. Uh, yeah. Well, let's let's. How about if we just accepted it and I'm sorry and I confess it uh, no you got you got to literally take care of it and let mm-hmm. me fulfill this uh, and uh, Joshua said okay uh, I get it so he did um, he goes and he 
uh, took care of the sin, uh, and they uh, they took took care of it. Um, so then, after having fulfilled that, uh, where he said, "Okay, I understand. <laughs> I understand now." Um, I said I understood it when Jesus was here. What have you got to say to your servant? Um, I had to ask, ask the wrong question. I forgot to keep, <laughs> to keep asking that question. So, um, okay, I got that. I will mm-hmm. ask you the questions from now on, and I'm not going to presume anything. And I understand now, step by step by step, um, I have to... Uh, ask you now what now what and not presume anything and number two you've asked me specifically to go deal with the sin before we can go mm-hmm. any place again all right uh, I will and he did uh, so that's the rest of seven and now go to eight uh, and read verses uh, one and two and see what happened right. <clears throat> sorry I got to pull that one up I yeah chapter this is right uh, this is now Joshua chapter eight uh, verses 1 and 2, after he did, went and said, okay, got it, and he took care of that sin. All right. And the Lord said to Joshua, do not fear and do not be dismayed. Take all the fighting men with you and arise and go up to Ai. See, I have given into your hand the king of Ai and his people, his city and his land, and you shall do to Ai and its king as you did to Jericho and its king. Only its spoil and its livestock you shall take as plunder for yourselves. Lay an ambush against the city behind it. Okay. Uh, he said, uh, now that you have understood mm-hmm. the clarity that ask me, mm-hmm. and uh, you've now been obedient to what, what I spoke, uh, okay, now my instruction is what? Go to AI. Mm-hmm. Uh, take your, all your army with you. Right. Uh, go fight against them. Um, I'm going to deliver to them just like I did Jericho. Uh, and in this case, he says, by the way, you can do what? Take the spoils. <laughs> hey, in this case, I want you to take the spoil. Now, I said, mm-hmm. I said in Jericho, do not do that. In this case, go ahead and I do it. I love how specific that is. Yeah. You know, that in each case, he really did have very specific instructions to follow. Yeah. Now, uh, by the way, he does. But uh, let me let me help uh, show you something. I'm defeating the enemy. I'm having you occupy the promised land and possess it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's going to be beautiful. You just beat Jericho. I said, don't take the spoil. Right. You did. Somebody in your camp did. We had to deal with that. Mm-hmm. In this case, he says, take the spoil. Mm-hmm. Okay, what if Joshua says, well, because uh, of what you said for Jericho, mm-hmm. I'm not going to take the spoil. I want to make sure that I, I follow what you said before, and I actually don't follow that instruction. Mm. <laughs> what would have happened? Yeah, well, they wouldn't have gotten the provision that God was giving them in that moment. Yeah, and interesting enough, <laughs> God would have said again, stop. Yeah. You were you were you were disobedient to that instruction. Right. And right. you thought, isn't that a good idea? Uh I've given you instruction, take the spoil. Right. And, you, and so you, in that case too, like one thing that just as you're saying it, I'm struck by is, you know, he he did hear clearly God's instruction and the instruction was different. But one of the things that I think could have really hindered him receiving that instruction is fear of what he saw last time. Because yeah. he legitimately, even though 
um, you know, the real sin there was not listening to God and not following the instructions of what he had given them. Um, the particular instruction was in contrast to the instruction that was given this time. So I could see the desire to play it safe. Well, last time we took something, I know you're saying we can take this, but last time we took something and that didn't end well for us. So I'm going to go on what I experienced rather than what you're saying. Exactly. Exactly. You and know? God and so I can see how that fear plays in, you know, <laughs> and God, and God said, you know, again, if you don't follow that instruction, you've stopped the process again. Right. Um, I can't fulfill it because remember, it's, it's what I'm asking you to do. Uh, mm -hmm. I have purposes for this. Uh, be obedient to what I, what I say. Okay, well, they do. Uh, and go to, uh, uh, in chapter 8, read verses um, uh, 30 through 35, uh, just 30 to 35. Okay. At that time, Joshua built an altar to the Lord, the God of Israel, on Mount Ebal, just as Moses, the servant of the Lord, had commanded the people of Israel, as it is written in the book of the law of Moses, an altar of uncut stones upon which no man has wielded an iron tool, and they offered on it burnt offerings to the Lord and sacrificed peace offerings. And there, in the presence of the people of Israel, he wrote on the stones a copy of the law of Moses, which he had written, and all Israel sojourner as well as native born with their elders and officers and their judges stood on opposite sides of the ark before the levitical priest who carried the ark of the covenant of the lord half of them in front of mount gerizim and half of them in front of mount ebal just as moses the servant of the lord had commanded at first to bless the people of israel and afterward he read all the words of the law the blessing and the curse according to all that was written in the book of the law there was not a word of all that Moses commanded that Joshua did not read before the assembly of Israel and the women and the little ones and the sojourners who lived among them. Yeah. Uh, so he just, uh, you know, defeated uh, AI. Mm -hmm. uh, and God says, all right, let's stop a second. Um, and let me go back and remind you uh, what is the truth behind all this. And mm -hmm. he basically says, we're going to reestablish the uh, truth of the covenant. I'm mm. going to bless you to make you a blessing. Uh, there's detail okay. about that. There's specifics about that. He goes into, he's reading Deuteronomy 28, by the way, and Deuteronomy okay. 30. Uh, and here's the, the fine print of what I'm doing here. I remember what I'm doing here. Remind people of what I'm doing here. Let's get back to the word. Mm -hmm. And let me reinforce the covenant. And, and Deuteronomy 30, I set before you life and death, blessing or cursing, choose life. Uh, keep right. following me. I'm going to do this. So what God wants to do as he's going along the path of our uh, specific issue is, well, let me, let me take you to a word that I want you to remember what I'm up to. Um, mm -hmm. And he respoke it, uh, reestablished the covenant. So uh, it's such a beautiful uh, illustration of while God is fulfilling his, his, his uh, promise for us, which is very specific, defeat AI, uh, I will give you uh, this uh, deliverance. Um, you'll occupy AI. Now you've got Jericho and AI. Uh, let me remind you what I'm really up to, which is delivering you the covenant, because now you have the confidence when I say go to the next city. Mm-hmm. What's the reason? I'm delivering to you the covenant. I'm blessing you to make you a blessing. I'm f fulfilling you and living in the, in the land of promises 
of my mm -hmm. specific promise that I give to you. So uh, it's a beautiful illustration of God doesn't say rush through it right. and, and just make sure you do it correctly. It's yes, follow my instruction. Let me remind you again and get, get the people together, get in the word together. And why am I doing this? Well, this is why I'm doing it. And so it's a, uh, it's a, it's a beautiful uh, process of that, of uh, expressing uh, exactly, you know, what, what God is speaking. And so uh, as we understand it, you know, we've give, been given this great example. We'll talk more, a little bit more about it as we kind of summarize our whole study of discerning God's will. But uh, what a beautiful example of, <laughs> uh, son, if I was you, <laughs> mm -hmm. I know more than you. I'm going to deliver things. I'm going to do the work. I'm going to ask you to walk with me step by step by step. Uh, and it'll be a obedience to what have you got to say to me now? Mm -hmm. Follow me right? now and keep going with me now and, and we'll fulfill it. So um, uh, what a great example. Joshua is just a great example. And yeah, that it, it's. That's so good. And it shows us both sides. It shows when he struggles to do it and what that looks like. And he struggles when he surrenders and what that looks like. Yeah. And I love that example. Yeah. And uh, the neat thing about the word is that it doesn't sugarcoat anything. Uh, right. It, it doesn't sanitize it. Yeah. Well, there's a problem and you, <laughs> and, uh, Hey, by the way, you can stop this whole promise, uh, mm -hmm. of what I'm doing if you are disobedient and you don't ask me mm -hmm. and you don't let me guide you. And he said, if I was you, uh, I would go step by step by step and enjoy the receiving of all that I'm doing as you walk with me step by step. And we'll, and we'll try to summarize this uh, as we go into in later, but uh, what a beautiful example. So if, if any of you have any questions about that, uh, about um, how it works and how it relates to mm -hmm. you and exactly what it looks like to you, send them in. You can put comments on the uh, YouTube uh, comment section and or uh, send us an email at questions at afgministry.com questions at afgministry.com and uh, we'll be happy to take a real example mm -hmm. and apply it to uh, the scripture kind of what what he had with us uh, at the last retreat hey take this example right and apply truth of what you're learning to this example and people will will appreciate it so uh, we love doing it so we love doing it and uh, we'd, we'd happy to do it and Kathy will uh, tomorrow we have Steve and Carolyn who are going to express <laughs> in their life. Yes. Yeah. This is how it works. And by the way, it, it works. <laughs> right. Uh, they are the, a precious couple. I yeah. think everyone will be encouraged by their story as well. Uh, and then we'll pick up on Friday, uh, end times Friday and we'll, and we'll come back next week and we're going to be kind of finished with this, uh, uh, little, uh, mini course that we've been doing on discerning God's will. And we'll kind of summarize it all and get to the kind of the practical aspects of it. So. Perfect. Uh, Great. Looking yeah. forward to it. Thank you everyone for joining us today. If you have found today encouraging, um, just spending time in God's word, dissecting what he has to say and receiving it wholeheartedly, um, by all means, be a friend and tell a friend, pass on the podcast. Our audience is growing and the excitement of that is not the numbers of growing, but the number of people who are learning to hear God Amen to that. and seeking his will. And so we are just blessed to be a part of this journey. Thanks for joining us, everybody, and have a great day. Yep. So we, uh, Love you guys, and we look forward to uh, seeing you with uh, Carolyn and then uh, End Times Friday. So, uh, uh, Steve and Carolyn, good luck, and we'll see you soon. Bye-bye. All right. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of Come and See, your podcast for truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. 
Send us your questions and comments and tune in tomorrow for more answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. Remember, God's will is best and none better. His truth brings peace in this world of chaos.